The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. <laughs> Surprise! None of the names that you heard in that intro are actually here. Mm-hmm. Not no. Danny, not, not none of them. All of us, all of them are gone. We are here. Our boy Nui, the captain, is in Houston right now. Game seven tonight, Houston Astros first the Texas Rangers. But this is the Players Lounge presented to you by Tostitos. I am joined with by you today by Everson Walls, a.k.a. Cubby, Jess Nuvarez. You got it right. Ah, let me go. I got it. I got it. I am your host, Jesse Holly. This segment is brought to you by Rally Day. Rally Day is presented by SeatGeek, gives NFL fans an experience of a lifetime. The day prior to the Dallas Cowboys home games on October 28th, enjoy activities at the Miller Lighthouse. Get behind the scenes tour of AT&T Stadium and more. Visit attstadium.com slash rally days for more information to get your tickets today. And we'll do a spooky house later on. All right, man. How's everyone doing? <laughs> Everybody's good. You're good? I have right. no... I, yesterday was so stress-free for oh. me. Wasn't it nice? Well, except for the Rangers game. Well, that's yeah. different. We're talking yeah. football-wise. Football. I was just... That's so I nice. stayed home. I just watched TV. And I just <laughs> sat up here and watched everybody else's team screw up. Watched their quarterbacks do crap. You know what I mean? I just loved it. Like, oh, okay, this is what it's like to watch the Cowboys. All right, let's see. What's the going Cowboys on. <laughs> were on their bye week last last week. They returned this week, getting ready to take on the L.A. Rams, who took a defeat yesterday mm-hmm. by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Quick side note: Pittsburgh Steelers. There isn't a coach <laughs> that I believe in the National Football League, and this is my moment to give a little bit of praise to Mike Tomlin, mm-hmm. that gets more mm-hmm. from less than Mike Tomlin. Mm. Like, he really, really, really does. And so we're going to need Mike McCarthy to get more (laughs) from more this weekend coming up against the L.A. Rams. Rams. They're the same color. They're the same color, not in the same city. They're in the same stadium. (laughs) I'm old. I'm I'm like St. Louis. And within the same two weeks. Yes. I mean, doesn't help. Back to back. So, so Jess, what did you do? What did you do during your bye week? And how will it improve the Cowboys heading into this week? I got Mm. you. Okay, so I went to the State Fair for the very first time ever. Ever? Ever. Yeah, you from Texas? No, I'm from New Mexico. Okay. Yeah, so I've lived here for two years, and I have never gone, so I I was told I needed a corn dog, that it would be life-changing, and I hate to break it to you, it was not. It was not life-changing. It was not. It was not (laughs) life-changing. The fried cheesecake? Ooh, that I heard about changing. that. That is my that is what, my What's the crust? What's favorite. the crust? There okay, was... so it was dipped in chocolate mm-hmm. and then rolled in Biscoff cookies. Biscoff, that's what. Yeah, delicious. My daughter stayed. She stood in line for that yesterday. I did too. Yeah. I stood in line <laughs> yeah. for an hour. The line was, was long. So worth it. Yeah. Worth it. Wow. But how it will help the Cowboys? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how we can help the Cowboys. <laughs> you know, we're all mentally recharged. <laughs> I like it. We're all right. mentally recharged, and not just me that you know has to cover the Cowboys day in day out, but the players as well. We just got off of a conference call with Marquise Bell and then Brandon Cooks. Mm -hmm. And he talked about a lot of the reset going into this week and, um, you know, how the majority of of the games going on out is on home turf and how important it is to protect the home turf. He talked about that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he also talked about, which I thought was interesting, I guess uh, it's a generational thing, but he talked about uh, the scrutiny that the Cowboys get even in the bye week. He talked about uh, how different it is and and his advice to the guys when he's out there and not not being on social media, which is Mm -hmm. huge. I mean, you're talking about, I mean, sorry, guys, my generation. We're all social media, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Y'all young. I don't know what you're talking about. We have no choice but to be on there with you guys. We we have have no choice. We talked about how important it is. And so um, something he also mentioned was I asked him, you know, what's one thing you've learned about Dak Prescott in the course of the last seven weeks um, now that you're kind of in the thick of the season getting into that mode? And he said um, his resilience and his ability to bounce back really quickly. So uh, looking forward to the the second half of the season officially. Mm -hmm. And now we're all mentally rested. I think that goes in the locker room as well. Everson Walls, what did you do during your bye week and how will that help the Cowboys for the rest of this season? 
I also went to the state fair. Yay. I didn't want to wait to the last day. There was yeah. no way I was going to go no. yesterday. I went on Thursday. Did you also uh, have a corn dog? Oh, of course. I had, I had everything. <laughs> I, did, I didn't stand in line for the cheesecake. Oh, they can have that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not a cheesecake guy anyway. I'm not that curious. And otherwise, uh, you know, just went there and had a good time. And, and I must say that all of that culminated in doing not zip for the Dallas Cowboys. It didn't help them at all. Yeah. It helped my outlook on the uh, the season thus far. Uh, I saw teams yesterday uh, that have the same problems that we have. Uh, I, ha- I see teams being overly praised the same way we overly praise the Cowboys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I saw the similarities of what everyone else has been seeing, you know, for the first five weeks. And one thing I can say is, where I was all the time. Cowboys are still one of the best teams in the NFL. And, and that's a that's a. I'll quickly say I did absolutely nothing. I was going to say, what'd you do? This I time? did absolutely nothing. Yeah. I did absolutely nothing. Felt good, didn't it? Oh, so relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> to do nothing to like to literally wake up and go because I'm so regimented. Everything, yeah. everything. I'm. I'm all you my, were going to come yeah. to work on Thursday and Friday if yeah. it wasn't for us. You know what? If, if you you are so me. right. You are so right. Because, and, 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 and Cubby <laughs> understanding this, once we get a schedule and we get our... It's fair. It, it becomes... Habit. Automatic. It becomes automatic. Yeah. And so I, to wake up and go, okay, what's on the agenda today? All right, mm-hmm. work out. And then boom, 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 boom. And I'm just like, wait, work out? And then... And there's nothing <laughs> else. Silence. <laughs> And and, and and so sometimes you get caught in that that place and you're just like, it's a little bit, the anxiety bell goes off a little bit because yeah. you're like, I got nothing it's to something. do. Right. I should be doing it's something. something. Yeah. I'm missing something. Let me check my calendar. Or you just calendar. don't even know what day it is anymore, and what just, time it is. Start, like, I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll just watch the dog. And I'll just, <laughs> I guess, like, you just start trying to push stuff. You gave your dog a bath? I did. That's I, the how, big dog whoa. a bath, too. Oh. I gave the big dog a bath. You have to you put know. out some time. You have to yeah. put some time aside <laughs> for that. Like, Mumble, I have a 130-plus pound Connie Corso. Oh, yeah. So for him. No, cute is not. The words. I mean, cute. it is cute, but I'm not the one that had to give yeah. it a bath. So, so for him, it's just not like, hey, splash the water. You just rinse right, it off right. real quick. Uh, in the sink. In right, the like, sink. Like, like, <laughs> is, it's a process, right? It's like three or four coats of washing. Right. How know, will so. that help the Cowboys this week? Thank you. Oh, Get to that. <laughs> <laughs> you asked the question. You started the question. So tell me how that connected to the Cowboys. I hope they washed away. Oh, all Very good. He, he, yeah, good segue. You, you know, he, was, he, was he came up with that, man. He had that in his back pocket. No, you were waiting for that. You were waiting No, my, how I got the Cowboys, I hope that during this time they washed away all the bad things that we talked about prior yeah. to this. I hope Mike McCarthy washed away the lack of creativity in his offense. I hope that Dak washed away the hesitancy and him uh, delivering the football. I hope CeeDee Lamb washed away the negative attitude and his his, Mm -hmm. whatever's going on with the quarterback and the offense. I hope that the defense have washed away their inability to stop the run. So I'm hoping that all the things that were Mm. negative for the Cowboys that they got that. So I I watched the dog. I put Dove on, not the Dove, I put the the Dawn. Dawn, yes, yes. So I do that first. Right, I do that. I do that first and then I go back with this lavender uh, oh. Shampoo, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for the smell. Ooh. That's for the smell. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I hope that the Cowboys put, you know. <laughs> the conditioner, you put some conditioner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then afterwards. <laughs> My dog doesn't have hair. Yeah, I don't and, have to worry about all that. And, 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 then, and then, you know, I just kind of just dried him and, and made mm. sure he was good and cleaned his ear. So I'm praying the Cowboys did the exact same thing. You hope they cleaned their ears. They cleaned their ears. <laughs> yeah. yeah, clean your ears. Clean your ears. You Please know, clean your ears. Clean your ears because That's I want. That's a good thing. I want That's the message from Mike McCarthy and their Dan Quinn. I want it to be clear when it hits their ears about what the assignments are for this That's week. Fair. Because coming up against the, the LA Rams, Rams, there's going to have to be, I think that Kyle, I'm sorry, that Sean McVay, McKay, McVay is one of the top tier coaches in the National Football League. Yeah. So the message has to be very clear for the Dallas Cowboys that you're going to have to be assignment and alignment sound, especially defensively by what they're able to do. They got Cooper Cup back. Mm-hmm. They started this year out with Puka, Puka Nakua. So you got a Koopa and a Puka. And then he is balling. And they are balling. Yeah. 
They are absolute balling. And one of the things that the Cowboys have kind of been struggling with defensively is being able to stop the over-the-middle passes. And you can bet your bottom dollar that you're going to see a ton of that from McVay and company offensively. Until you learn to stop it, you will continue to see it. And to, to, to for Jess, one of the things that I've seen, and, and tell me what you've seen, mm-hmm. is the we talk about the, 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 the lack of down-the-field productivity. Right. We've been asking for that. We've been asking for that. You got a chance to hear from 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 Brandon Cooks today. And he's been one of the guys that we've talked yeah. about. Hey, you we need to see more of that coming into this week. Do you feel like Mike McCarthy and company is kind of figured out or going to figure out a way to stretch the field a little bit more and get guys like that involved? They should. I mean, they need to. Yeah. It's not even an option at this point because here's the thing. When you're not getting downfield, you don't even have an opportunity to work on the red zone woes that we were talking about three weeks ago. We don't even know what that looks like. And so I, I think, yes, you have a Brandon Cooks that is warmed up now. He has his feet going. He has everything he needs. But more than anything, what I'm waiting to see is the tight end production, too, mm-hmm. and getting them involved in the passing game. I think that's something that has lacked a lot, um, you know, so far in the last six weeks from the Cowboys. So not only could you see more of the Brandon Cooks aspect, but seeing the receiving threat that you have from a Jake Ferguson with the yak ability that he's able to give you when you need it, especially when you're trying to get down the field, those yardage, that extra yardage just stacks up if you can keep getting that yak ability going and going. So, yeah, I think Brandon Cooks is absolutely a big factor in that, but I also think Michael Gallup having this week to potentially figure out what has been holding him back because he had the most receptions, you know, on Monday night. Most targets. That's also most targets. Yep. Yeah, most targets. I think that'll help a lot too. So figuring that out, getting Brandon Cooks involved, getting those tight ends involved, and then I want to see those special packages that we keep hearing about too with Deuce Vaughn, Hunter Lipke, even the running backs getting all of that involved in the receiving game. I think that's important as well. So I think it's a mixture of everything. Ball distribution. Cubby, we I, we all talk about sometimes overcorrection. Last year, Dak Prescott led the league in interceptions. Majority of them came with the ball going down the middle of the football field, mm-hmm. right? And there mm-hmm. was the, there was this mix a lot of up traffic of, up in there. Traffic is in there. Mm-hmm. Middle of the field open. Middle of the field closed. There was some there was some missed opportunities between receiver and quarterback. Has there been an overcorrection? By Mike McCarthy in his offense, because you 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 got 15 interceptions last year, and most of us will say that's that's not who Dak is. Mike comes in is fully in charge of the offense now, and you don't see that attacking down the middle of the field anymore. So, is there an overcorrection you see there with how he wants to call the offense and what the offense kind of needs to get a little bit more of that middle of the field action? You know, you can call it overcorrection. I can say that it is ex- uh, uh, uber conservative. I can't say that much. We're not trying really to take any chances down the field at all. Uh, when we did try, there was in a desperate situation, which I think is an, ex- an extreme mistake. If you're going to be working on your get going down the field, then you need to work on it in practice first before you try these Hail Marys that they tried. Uh, that was against the 49ers. I do think that they are very conservative, conservative at this point. I don't mind that as long as we are winning with that. But it's what I told you guys on Wednesday. I want this team to be able to win in all ways. Uh, if we have to go with Michael Gallup, then I want to win with Michael Gallup. Mm-hmm. If he's going to be our target. If CD's fussing all the time, then I want to say, okay, we can still win and get CD the ball. I want to be able to get Ferguson the ball if we can get him the ball. But it's only one ball, okay? It's only one ball. Who do you want to have it? You know, so let's let's figure out what's the best fit for us each week, I keep trying to tell you guys, you're going to have to win in so many different ways. Yep. You can't just win one way. You saw Lamar Jackson yesterday. Everybody's going off on Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson and, and the Ravens, they don't need Lamar Jackson to throw, throw for 357 to win every week. Sometimes they just win by playing good defense and having a good running game. I want us to be able to adapt to whatever we need to do to win. I don't like us saying, well, we didn't win because we didn't get it to C.D. Lamb. Well, if C.D. ain't open, then we better get it to somebody who's open. Right. And another thing that I saw, and I, it came to me, maybe you mentioned it already. The Cowboys were successful against the Chargers because the Chargers chose not to jam. They, so, they chose not to press most of the game. Why they chose that, I don't know. 
because when you saw San Fran, they were all up in our faces the yep. entire game, yep. and we could not create separation. When the when the Chargers did choose to, to to press, we did have trouble separating from the DBs. That's something that we got to work on. Our physicality at the line from our wide receivers and tight ends P- create separation, and we won't have to have these uh, harrowing uh, uh, passes from Dak Prescott in key moments. All right, when well, we're gonna take our first break of the show, when we come back. I want to get the perspective from a former defensive player on how the Cowboys can be how the Cowboys can sustain the identity of this team being a defensive first type team. Stay right here with it. This is the players now. Jess, Cubby, Jesse. We'll be right back with you. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of you and everyone else absolutely loving new smoothie bowls from Smoothie King. And woo, me too. These smoothie bowls start with acai and pitaya and are handcrafted with fresh toppings like sliced bananas, sweet berries, crunchy purely Elizabeth granola, and a savory peanut butter drizzle. New smoothie bowls. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss. To the Players Lounge. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the place. <laughs> I can't believe it. We have one here. I didn't we know we one. had a yes. Swifter. We, we have a Swifter. <laughs> no, Everyone said, how do you not know that? Everyone knows that. Here, but we have... Oh, sorry. We, no. We have... We have <laughs> nope. I do not play around when it comes to Taylor Swift. Mm-mm. We just realized in the break that we have... Jess is a Swifty. Mm-hmm. And it's all yeah. for... So she's excited. You're, you're part of the NFL contingency that's like, give yeah. me more Swifty. Yeah, I want a Taylor Swift only cam when she's in the box. I, I know it's Ooh. it's a, it's a done this. deal when we, when we look at... Friendship uh, bracelet. Kelsey's stats with Taylor versus without Taylor. Yeah, he was left in his own devices. Left to his own devices. Hilarious. Come on, man. (laughs) They're killing me, man. My favorite graphic of all time. (laughs) This segment is brought to you by the Halloween (laughs) Spectacular. It is spooky season at the Star. Join us on Saturday, October 28th for Halloween Spooktacular brought to you by Mars Candy. Trick or treat from 30 plus restaurants and shops in the Star District. Plus, enjoy performances from a magician, spooky tunes, from a live DJ, Crash for the Kiddos, and more on the Tostitos Championship Plaza. This event is free. We always love free. <laughs> free and open to the public. Visit thestardistrict.com for more information. Before we went to the break, I said that I was going to come to Everson and talk about the identity of this team, right? It being the defense. And what do they have to do as a whole from a defensive coordinator's perspective and defensive players to be able to sustain this team having the defense be their identity? First of all, they have to make sure they understand the uh, talent around them. You know, you have to know who's good at what, when, and, and where, basically. You know, we know that our defensive line is pretty solid. 
But we also know that our defensive line has given up a few uh, running plays that in key situations that really didn't work for us. So if we're going to be that defensive team, then the consistency has to be there. Play in, play out, quarter in, quarter out, game in, game out. And I, I, I always bring up some teams that are known for, for great defense. Philadelphia is known for play, playing good defense. Yeah. The, uh, the uh, Ravens are known for playing good defense. They are solid in their scheme week in and week out. The Cowboys seem to be a team that, you know, there are some plays where it was it was one of those. Man, I'm glad they didn't make that one. You know what I mean? We we don't need those. We have some. We have a lot of youth on our defense, yeah. and you see some mistakes being made. You see Bland, who's going to have a tough time now. He's going to have a tough time all year long. As good as he is, they're going to attack him. We need to understand that our DBs are not the best DBs in the NFL right now. And we need to give them the type of pressure they need to be strong. So when you look at it, it all starts up front. And I don't know, I don't care where you put Michael Parsons, wherever you put him, you've got to have four or five other guys on that front that's going to make plays in a consistent manner without Michael Parsons being there. We have to be a team that's able to. I don't need Michael Parsons to hold my hand as another uh, linebacker. I don't need my Parsons to hold my hand as another defensive lineman. I should be able to do this on my own. Be D-Law. Be like Demarcus Lawrence. Be that guy that can make plays on his own and just add to it. I don't need to depend on Michael Parsons to make all the plays for me. Jess, for the defensive side of the ball, we talk about Michael Parsons, right? I get it. He is, as from a player's perspective, he is the alpha dog on that defense. He's the one guy when offenses, we, we used to have a thing, when offenses break the huddle, uh, you try to find that guy, yeah. right? You you go break. Where is he? Where is he? <laughs> right? Where, yeah. where, where, he's your there he is. Yeah. Okay. You're right. He's he's the guy you when you get your when you get your scout report during the week, they we, we call him star. We call yeah. him star, right? Yeah. Like, who's the guy that we're gonna star this week on defense? But teams, in a way, when you look, even look at the Chargers game. Micah didn't really make any noise in that game until mm-hmm. that last sack. Yes. So teams are figuring out ways now, kind of like we can we can we can find ways to not allow him to, it, be, to minimize, to minimize, minimize, to minimize and neutralize their best player. Who is a guy or guys or position group that you feel like in the second half of this season? Because now the film is out. Right. After about six seven games, you are who you are. There's minimal adjustments that you make within that. But the base of that is who you are. What is a guy or guys or group that you feel like needs to take a huge leap for this team to continue that identity uh, of defense being their identity of this football team? Yeah, sure. And and I think my answer would be different if Leighton Van Der Esch was still in the mm. picture. But the linebacker group right That's now is still say. very shaky because yes. your main communicator, your green dot guy, he's not in right now. Yeah. He can't diagnose and his art for diagnosing anything on the offense so quick and it comes so natural to him, it looks like. And so... You know, you have to make that adjustment. And J. Ron Curse, he took over the green dot and the communication aspect mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. But overall, you're still missing a key player. And I think a lot of people tend to forget that when did the whole conversation of the run defense become an issue last season? It was when LVE was out with the next stinger. Mm-hmm. And so you, I don't really think, have seen this team without him yet. You haven't felt him not be around yet you haven't felt his lack of presence and so for me it's a linebacker group so Damone Clark I think although he's been he's been great and and he's been productive he really has it's it's time to really step it up now and and step into his own and kind of take what LVE has shown him and produce without LVE next to him and so I think that's um, two different things that you're talking about when you're talking about playing with the guy next to you Mm -hmm. and then he's not there anymore you all have to adjust and so for me it's the linebacker group not because they're not strong or they're a weak point or anything like that it's just when you're missing your core guy in Layton it's their their youth it is their youth and when we did make uh, uh, when we did have problems it was because of the mistakes by the linebackers Damone Clark is balling but he has made some mistakes Uh, Marquise Bell this past game, clearly his best game. I don't know yeah. how many tackles he yeah. made. All of them. But he was <laughs> Literally all. all over the place. So we're, look, we're coming from a good place right now. So your question, if you would have asked me before the Chargers game, it would have been uh, more poignant. I, at this point, I think that they, hopefully they have uh, made progress. You know, that that mm-hmm. game that they played against the Chargers, that could be a springboard 
to them really being the group that they need to be without Leighton Van Der Esch. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing. How well can we play? Not just how well can we play, how consistently can we play these next games with these young guys in there because they seem to catch on in this Chargers game. It was good to watch yeah. the Marquise Bell all over the field. It's nope. funny because we he was also on the conference call today okay. and they asked him, you know, what is it like for you having this 300-pound guy coming after you? Like, what is your mindset? He said, attack him. <laughs> Period. Attack him. Um, and then he talked about holding the standard without Leighton. And they said, somebody asked him, you know, how do you feel like you guys are going to do without that and continue to do without that? And he said, he'll be really happy when he comes back. Um, he said, the standard will be held and he'll be happy to know mm -hmm. there's no drop off when mm -hmm. he comes back. He also talked about, um, you know, kind of this versatility that he has from going safety to linebacker. And, and they asked him, what do you define yourself as? And what's what's your title? What What's your position? He said, I'm hybrid. That's that's like just what that. it is. I'm a hybrid. Like and then he said we in have a few college, of those. we have a few of those. And it's important, yeah. right? He talked about in college he would play in the box a little bit, um, but that's where he's comfortable right now. Mm -hmm. So um Marquise Bell, I mean, ring the bell, everybody. <laughs> if you get more of Marquise Bell like you did against the Chargers, we won't be talking I, I, about I, did, I don't know his room. numbers. Do you anyone have his numbers? Because they were Let's they see. were really yes, good. You can, you can yeah, look those numbers you. up. And, and you you know, when you say what position you play, I like to say employed. Right for, oh. for a guy like Marquise Bell, because if you think about a guy like Marquise Bell, when when you when you when when you come into a situation like this, you're just trying to find your footing. I'm, where can I find myself a position on this field to get some playing time? I, I, you have to create value for yourself. And what Marquise Bell has been able to do, when a coach comes to you and he goes, "Listen, I need you to be able to do X, Y, and Z. Can you do that?" And then you do it with the level of excellence. Yes. You you earn yourself the ability to keep a job. It's trust. It is trust. Now, trust is, is what it's all about. It's a team game. It's trust. It's frustrating. From a coaching standpoint, I, I always say that I never wanted to be the, the, the type of player that when a coach laid his head down the night before a game, he was worried about me. Mm -hmm. If you're that guy that he's worried about night before the game, you probably won't be employed very long. Mm. Right? Coaches want to be able to go, okay, I know that I'm good with Everson Walls. Wherever Everson Walls is playing, we don't have to worry about that. We don't have to worry about that yeah. anymore. Yeah. I, I, can, I can take yeah. my attention somewhere else that right. needs um, my attention. But you both hit on points that I think are immensely important when it comes to an identity. It's the inconsistencies, as the young people say, for me. Is, is <laughs> if your if your I <laughs> sorry my mom says that all the time <laughs> so it's not just young people <laughs> but it's it's the inconsistencies for me and when you go up against an opponent and I know they're coming off a loss last week but the one thing that I do know that McVeigh does well on the offensive side of things is scheme scheme Ooh, he can scheme and he's going to find those things and those ways where. If it's Marquise Bell, if it's J. Ron Curse, if it's Donovan Wilson, if it's and those three are the number three that that he's going to look at to yeah. try and attack. Right. Trust me. And so when you had that level of inconsistency, that's where I always am a little bit scared about. Can we hang our hat on something or, or a side of the ball that has these level of inconsistencies? Because Matthew Stafford. He's still a good quarterback. Yes, he is. And when you talk about the receiving quarter, they had like they're in a system where the open guy is going to get the ball, right? But they're also in a system where, and I, I learned this when I was at New England with Tom Brady, is they can run the same play ten different ways, and they'll go. What matchups do I want to create? Of course. Do I want to create a matchup of Puka Nakua on a linebacker? Mm -hmm. Do I want to create a, a matchup of Cooper Cup on a safety? Mm -hmm. Where do I want this matchup to happen? Do I want it to happen in the middle of the and field? And they will create it and any they will way create they can. It, yeah. Right? And the, the, the good teams are able to match that man for man, right? The consistency level is there. It's the ones where that kills you is when they find because when they find the matchup, best your bottom, best believe your bottom dollar, they're going to attack it. And when that comes, it has nothing to do with the system. Now it's you. Now it's you. And see, that's what, I want those players that can accept that challenge. It seems as if Marquise Bell and J. Ron did that in this last game. Once again, we're coming off a good game. If you talked to me before this, before the Chargers game, it's a totally different story. What I saw was major improvement from a team with a lot of threats 
uh, they were going against. Mm-hmm. The Chargers had a lot of threats, yeah. and they held them down pretty well. Just and they need to deserve they deserve credit, just like the team that just held them down also. Okay, in this in this this past week, so you got to look at as the Chiefs as far as what the yes. Chiefs did. So I look at this team now coming off of a good win, and it's not just that we just won; it's the way that these young men that we're talking about played, and that to me gives me a lot of hope on who we play against in the future because they will be a target for the rest of the season. I was there, 1981. They, I don't care how many interceptions you get; you got to show me every week. <laughs> yeah. And I had to show them every week. These guys are going to have to do the same thing all year long. Jess, you have the, the, those stats pulled up I on do. Marquise Bell. I do. I was going to pull out a Taylor Swift lyric there. Oh, oh no, don't, please. Don't. It was rare. Everson was there. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Look, people are expecting it at this point. 27 total combined tackles so far this season. That ranks him fourth on the Cowboys, uh, just behind J. Ron Curse, Layton, and then Damone Clark is your uh, total tackle leader. Wow. leader wow. Right now, one tackle for loss, uh, one pass deflection from Marquise Bell, one forced fumble so far. Mm. And I say so far because we've yet to see the rest of the season. But um, overall, I mean, what I like that you guys have brought up and mentioned is McVay's ability to adjust and evolve and I think that's so important in coaching when you're talking about any coach within this league is their success can be defined by the evolution of their play calling Mm -hmm. or of their coaching style and he's not just set in one way he adjusts to the opponent that's why I got coach of the year yeah key in in any matchup you go against Mm -hmm. McVay so look are they the most successful are they the scariest team coming out of the bye week no but are they a threat that you should not overlook yes Yes. (laughs) yeah we're gonna go to break and I think Jess you hit right where I want to go not this week but the Cowboys have another big time opponent next week in the Philadelphia Eagles who Mm. had a dominating win last night against the Miami Dolphins are they overlooking the Rams and having another one of those circle the calendar dates Uh-oh. for the Philadelphia Eagles? We'll talk more about that coming up on the other side of this break. This is the Players' Lounge. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap at the Prescott who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. We got big personalities. We got big hair, big belt buckles. We got fans all across this big state and enemies in every other one. We even got a big star on the 50-yard line. Smirnoff knows football is a wee thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks home or away, we rally together. We cry together, and we always rally cry together because, most of all, we got big love for them boys. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Back, Back to the Players' Lounge. Welcome back to the Players' Lounge. This is our official last day together. I know. I know. Sorry. I know. It's, you have a Swifty lyric for that? Did you have a song that says, so, it's so hard Stop to it. say Stop goodbye? You know, do you have uh, Swifty lyrics for that? I said, remember this moment in the back of my mind. I had the time of my oh, life playing go. dragons with you. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I like that. That See? sounds sincere. <laughs> That's the ultimate compliment I can give you as a Swifty. Jess Navarez, Jesse Holly, we have been the, uh, the, I guess, the media mash, the fill-in mix-up of this week for the Players' Lounge. We will return back to our normal shows. Where will you be tomorrow? Girls Talk, Boys Talk, what 4 time? o'clock. Uh, mix shots, noon. Boo, no, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be back with Hanging with the Boys. <laughs> at, at one, <laughs> sorry, Derek. I know Derek's like, Jesse, stop doing Shut it. up with that. Shut up. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll be back with Hanging with the Boys <laughs> tomorrow at 1 p.m. Central Time. I must say it was great working with you. Yeah. I, you and I had never worked together before. No. Evis and I had worked together yep. uh, before many times, and, and we always have we a good always vibe. We always have a good one, yeah. 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 yeah, but it was great But Jess, you're cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, thanks. Cool. Like you, you guys are cool, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, yeah. you, you I put always, us up on Taylor Swift. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's I, all you I won't got hold that against her. I won't hold that against her. Look, you were yeah. singing Shake It Off. Don't play it cool on I didn't sing it. I recall Y'all were both singing it. I recall I have a witness in the Could you imagine it? Y'all were both singing it. Shake it off, Somebody's going to be, hey, these guys are Swifters. Yeah. <laughs> they are. They knew she yeah. No, we're not Swifters. No, it was cool because I remember I shared with you, what, like last year? Uh, before the Eagles game, which we're going to talk about, mm-hmm. about there was one time, so my dad has season tickets and I would go to all the Cowboys games oh, yeah. and Jesse Holly was like a big staple in the family be like, yeah, we love Jesse Holly. <laughs> like, we would always root for this guy. And so you were outside and you were doing a pregame something. I don't remember what it was. And I was like, Jesse Holly, can I take a picture? And so we took a picture in like 2016. So then uh, we were watching the Eagles game last year at Texas Live. Yes. And then I showed Jesse the picture and I was like, look. Wow. Look how full circle. Wow. And then we're both there taking notes. Yeah. Just I, have, I didn't calm. have any gray hairs. I was like, no gray hairs in my beard. I was slimmer. <laughs> See if Good I can time. find it. Good time to 2016. What's up? What's up, Pops? How, how are you? Thank you so much for always being a Jay Holly fan. I appreciate you more. And ever you. since, too. My dad was like, my dad was like, okay, I stopped everything to make sure I could listen to what you were telling Everson. I was like, okay, dad, it's not that serious. Like, you're fine. Tell but, Pops what's up. Man. Yes. He's probably listening. All right, Pops. What's up, brother? Yes, sir. We love you. We, 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 we love you over here. From the non-Swifty fans. Yes, yes. Everson I'm sure he joins us as a non-Swifty fan. Absolutely. He doesn't have he a does. choice. He doesn't have a choice. My dad, he has to hear about it. So as the Cowboys prepare themselves to take on the L.A. Rams this Sunday, 12 noon at AT&T Stadium, looming in the near future. They're on the screen. In the Kelly Green jersey. I got to say. I don't like it. I know I'm not supposed to say this out loud and on this station. The coach's hoodie that they had on in Philadelphia. Oh, I kind of like I thought you were talking about the jersey. No, I was talking about the hoodies like that they had on. Like, oh. Yeah, I kind of like, maybe it's the old school in me. Yeah, I like the jersey. I did, I, yeah, I, I, played, I, I played against yeah. them in those jerseys. Oh. Yeah. oh. We used to kick no, their ass in those jerseys. I wish the Cowboys do more. Like, the Cowboys need to go back to the, the apex, like the little Giants jersey. Like They need to go mm. back to them. Just one time, Jerry. Just one time. I'd love to see the Cowboys come out in all black. Ooh. That'd be oh, so wow. cool. That'd be so cool. You yeah, already got all yeah. white. Why not? Oh, of course he's, he's not. Big, oh. Of course he's not. We can't be looked at like that. <laughs> we just can't. Yeah, man. You we, saw you saw Indy in the Indy blue. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna have to wait till like shy uh, takes over. <laughs> <laughs> we may not be around to see it. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think we will. <laughs> but when when the, when the grandson when I'm shy, gone, then that's when they're, hey, let's put Evans in the ring of honor yeah. in the Hall of Fame. I'm like, oh, okay. My son will be like old. Yeah. Like, yeah we, we finally did it. We did it. We finally, we finally did it. I'll be like, I remember the time we were on the players' lounge. Yeah, and they were just started. joking about I'll this. I'll pull up the tape. Yeah. You'll be old. Yeah. I'll be old. 
Taylor Swift will not be. No, <laughs> no yes. Taylor Swift will have like her millionth oh, album man. at that She'll point. She'll have her be on her fifth marriage. No, <laughs> no, no. She's with Travis Kelsey. That's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, that won't last very long. <gasps> Jesse, she, she knows that. She you, knows that. You, no, you honestly don't think that's gonna last. I do. She was with her ex-boyfriend for six years. Oh, breaking news. The Philadelphia Eagles, who we talk about next week, mm -hmm. they have made a trade. Oh, okay. See that? They have upgraded their defensive back position. Oh. Mm -hmm. I got to say, like, they're doing, like, you talk about management, they're doing a hell of a job over there in Philadelphia. They just traded with the Tennessee Titans to get all pro safety Kevin Byard to Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. that's a good player. That's a damn good player. Man. They worked that out real fast. That's a damn is, good player. Is that because of uh, Tyreek Hill? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, because he was running by a couple of people yesterday. It could be because we play CeeDee Lamb next week. Mm. Okay. It could be because they see... a big reason. It yeah. could be a big reason. They, they, they're afraid of what 88 is bringing to the table next week. Mm -hmm. like, let's do it like that. Let's do it like yeah, that. Let's do it like but that. But the Cowboys, they do have an opponent in front of them this Sunday in the Chargers. But we saw them... The Rams. The Rams, we, we saw the Cowboys this oh, yeah. year get to the point of they talked about it all offseason, how big of a challenge it was to take on the 49ers. Yeah. And that turned out to be a, a bit of a dud. Mm -hmm. Do you think in the back of some of the players' minds that they're thinking to themselves, boy, I know we have the Rams this week. But the second game that was circled on their calendar, because I think the Philadelphia Eagles is another litmus test of what this team mm -hmm. really is. Mm -hmm. uh, can they? Could they be kind of just peeking ahead a little bit? Seeing, I, I know they all watched it last night. They had nothing else to do. Yeah. So they watched it last night. Yep. Maybe could they, they gave their dog a the bath too. They might have given their dog a bath. They're richer than I am. They they called the, they called the waggy the, the the portable wag <laughs> the, the portable the, the portable like, truck that comes right to the house. Yeah, yeah, they just had them show up. Right? Yeah. My dog's getting to the point now where they won't even take him at the oh. at the at the. Uh, He's too big. Yeah, the pet smart. They're like, <laughs> could you imagine a little lady like Jess come out, what, come to get the dog? Okay, we'll see you next week. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> have to write it off like a horse. Right. That's exactly what happens. These small. God bless those women's hearts. Man, God bless them. They my come. dog's hundred pounds and he does the same thing. Like I know one thirty. He's looking like they're like the little swinging counter. Like he's already looking over there like. <laughs> Yeah, this is the last time we take him here. Putting him up on the scale, right? They, they, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a task. Yeah, it's it a task. But could the Cowboys be kind of looking ahead a little bit um, to that Philadelphia game, Jess? Yeah, I mean, and is that a good thing? It's I don't, a good I don't thing. Think, it's okay. But I don't think that's something new to this season. Mm -mm. I think that's something you do every season yes, when you're going to play do. the Eagles. I don't think it, it's anything different. I think it's. It's a little more overhyped because the Eagles are successful and they are playing at a high level and they continue to do so. But I don't think it's anything new that you look forward to playing a divisional rival, especially the Eagles. Yes. And especially when they're playing well. And especially because you haven't seen a full force Cowboys Eagles game in how many games now? Three? I mean, keep in mind, you've had injuries keeping guys yep. out. You haven't seen a Jalen Hurts yep. and Dak Prescott game. So True. when it's that much hype that's going into it, why wouldn't you? I mean, I know they're excited about it, but I also think, or I would hope, that they learn their lesson not to overlook this mm -hmm. week's opponent mm -hmm. and have another San Francisco 2.0 game. But you talked about the youth, yeah, right? You said mm -hmm. that there's some young guys on this football team, and it, it's one thing to have a, vet, a veteran squad who understands all that comes along with the day-in, day-out, week-in, week-out, long season of being locked in and focused could those younger guys have that mentality where they're saying, you know what? Mm -hmm. you know, it, I know that we got the Rams right here, but I'm, I'm checking out Philly. Let's think about when you, you were young and you played in the league, mm -hmm. okay? I'll think about when I played in the league. I didn't look forward to any particular game. I look forward to every game. Yeah, you know, as far as I was concerned, as a young player, man, it was a challenge yeah. every yeah. game. Yeah. I was not looking past anyone. I was looking forward to making plays each week. That's what I was looking forward to. I would imagine someone like a, a, a Marquise, uh, someone like Jaron, with how successfully they played in that last game. If I'm them, I'm looking forward to repeating that this week alone. This week alone, I'm looking forward to this particular game because I see the challenges in this game. And I'm not just trying to sound like some old dude who's, oh, I'm just going to be playing by the book. No, I'm really looking forward. I'm going against Matthew Stafford. Right. I'm going against uh, Cooper Cup. Yeah. 
come on, man. I hear about this dude. Who's this guy with the name? Puka. Puka. I'm, I'm hearing about these guys. The young guys should never look over anything but what's coming into their face the following week. I know I'm I'm not unique in that. Right. You know, I I I just don't I don't I couldn't even see that far. All I could see was the next week I got work to do. Mm. And I better make sure and <laughs> I'm, I'm from Dallas. I got my family in the stands. They got my jersey on. <laughs> right. I'm looking forward to not embarrassing them. You know, I couldn't I never looked forward to another game. And so if anyone's worried about looking forward to a game, it should be the coaches themselves. How are you going to handle this week? Versus next week, because coaches are always so coy about, I don't want to show them too much. You know, well, you know, we, if we show them this, then, you know, they're going to be ready for that. And, they, you know, they're not too crazy about the head coach of Philadelphia. You know, he's a little smart ass. So they, they don't want to show him too much to make him look smart. There's always these chess games to be played week in and week out. So if you say they look forward so much to San Francisco, well, you can look forward to it, but then once you get there, and as Mike, Mike Tyson said, once you get punched in the mouth, <laughs> once you get punched in the mouth and we got punched in the mouth, how are you going to react? Not next week. No, the game still has to be played. Right. And they never responded from getting punched in the mouth. So you just worry about this week. Just worry about your play this week. We should be over all of that looking forward to it as far as players are concerned. Coaches, you worry about that. Players, we're looking forward to this week. Any more to add? That was not. How could I add to that? Mic drop. Right? That really was. That was perfect. Well, what about you? Anything to add there? I'm the host. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no, you're gonna back out. No, don't be. He's backing out. I'm now. the host. <laughs> I think everything. I think everything that you said was spot on. And then I remember it's the Dallas Cowboys. And then I remember that there are, are a certain level of guys who, as sound as what you just said, don't think that way. As mature of a thing that you just said, aren't mature enough to understand that. As a focused thing that you just said, some of these players on this team lack that. And so when you look at, are they looking ahead? Are they focused on the task right in front of them? Some, yes. But when you look at from man one to man 68 mm-hmm. on the roster, I think I think there's a mix up in that. I think there's a I think there's a core of guys that are like, nah, man, we got to focus on the task at hand with the Rams and and, and McVay and, and that whole situation. And I think there's a core that's like, man, I can't wait to play Philly. I, I can't I can't wait to go up to Philadelphia, right? Because even some of the young guys who've never been to Philadelphia, that alone is what that's an experience. If you've never played a game in Philadelphia, yeah, you tell. Them. It's an experience. Yeah, it it, it, the entire thing is an experience from the time you get to the hotel to the time the game happens to the time the game to the time you're leaving the game. Mm. It is an absolute experience. Yes, it is. And 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 sometimes it's a shell shock to some of the younger players. So what you said so eloquently put, so mature put, I think there's still a maybe it's not 50-50, maybe it's 60-40, maybe it's 70-30, but in that 30 there may be some players that you really need to be locked in, right? Because that that 30 may not be a guy who just plays special teams. That 30 may be your starting safety. Mm-hmm. That 30% may be your starting receiver or whatever it may be that, that can sometimes have their focus all over the place. And I'm with you. I'm with you 100% is, you know, worry about the game that you have to deal with right now. Next week will take care of itself. And tomorrow will bring its problems of its own. So don't focus on those now. Yeah. But I remember that. Everyone's not as mature as Everson Walls. That's fair. Everyone's not as mature as a Jesse Holly. This day and age, these kids, they have they have trouble. You know why TikTok is so addictive? They, <laughs> they, can't, they cannot hold their attention span longer than 30 seconds. It's flip, 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 flip. So their it mind can't be is the players like thinking like this. Is it? I know. What it the can't heck? be the I'm players like, I love TikTok. Like that, what are you right? saying? Are the players the ones that are still off into that? Because to me, whether you're into how old is your daughter? Uh, Thirty nine. Okay, then she's she's out that she's yeah. out of that stage. Yeah. But these younger guys, they 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 are doing this all day. They're like scrolling. So I, I know that their attention spans all over the place because they're not they're not solely. They focused can't be on, ball players like that. 
Well, I also think too, how much the bye week will help that, right? Because at that point you've had a week off, you kind of, what is it? Distance makes the heart grow fonder. Mm -hmm. You missed mm -hmm. playing football. So instead of focusing and jumping ahead, they're they're just ready to get back out there this week Ooh. against the Rams because you didn't have it be this be week. Before. And you still have a sour taste in your mouth from the 49ers. It's not I, I, I say this, before we, we start talking about, are we ready? You start thinking about somebody like Philly. Philly's getting ready for us right now. They are getting ready for us right now. So it, you have to worry, is Philly overlooking us? How is Philly a, a, approaching this particular game coming up? Are they going to feel like they got everything in the, ball, in the bag because they're, they're playing at home? You know, because they only lost one game. They're the NFC East leaders. Are they going to be the ones that will be overconfident? Mm. I'm, let's look at what they're thinking right now. You have a, you have right now. Fantastic you have a contingency point. of fans that are watching this show that's like, "That shit, Cubby. You tell Jesse and his hating ASS." <laughs> like that's what they're saying right now. They're telling you. You got people, and I know, I know. There's a bunch of people watching this show right now. Like, you tell them ever since Jesse's always da -da 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 -da. break it up, guys. Break it up. Whoa, no. whoa. But you're absolutely right. But man, that is our time here on the Players Lounge, Jess. Thank I you had so fun, much. man. Thank you. It was great. Fun. Cubby, Nui. Miss you, Nui. Thank you. Nui <laughs> is in Houston. Hopefully the Rangers bring it home yep. tonight when the ALCS. Yes, bring it home, Nui. To the, yeah. It's all up to Nui. <laughs> it's all up to you, Nui. It's all up to you, Nui. It's up to you, Nui. You got to bring it home, baby. Uh, Rangers take on the Houston Astros tonight. Hopefully they can win it. Game seven. Mm -hmm. Is there, before we go, game seven, who has the best, like, overall, is it? Basketball game seven, hockey game seven, you got your star shirt on, mm -hmm. or is it baseball game seven? Hockey. I'm partial. I'm partial. You can't ask me. I'm I'm biased in that. Hockey. I'm basketball. Mm. I'm basketball all the way. I'm basketball all the way. We got hockey. Mm -hmm. We got basketball. Jazz and basketball. Out. Even it out. Let's go. Uh, baseball is thrilling, man. Like oh, every single pitch matters. And every, I, I like how they literally. sped it up just a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Just enough. Like every yeah. single Because it's, it's still intense. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think baseball has the greatest game seven because, you know, you, you just I, never it's know. The thing. First you're still, and then it's action. Yeah. Then you're still. Then it's action. You know, it's, it's like so surreal, you know, uh, serene at times. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, bam, it's action. It's, yeah. You know, it's it's so, in between each pitch. Basketball, baseball, hockey. hockey. All right. Go Stars. That's our time for the Players' <laughs> Lounge. We'll all be back to our regular scheduled programming tomorrow. Uh, girls Talk, Boys Talk. Mix Shots. Uh, mix Shots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it. I said it. You don't have to. Go ahead. Hanging with the boys. <laughs> yes. Thank you all for showing me. We appreciate you guys, man. We're out. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?